remember walking in and there was my shirt next to Giovanni De Santos and Gareth Bale's shirt. I was in between them two and I was thinking, what is well, going wow. on here? as well we had a really really good cup run in the league cup where we actually got to the final so we beat newcastle away in one of the rounds liverpool at home watford away burnley in the semi-final and then we got to the final against manchester united peter what's your memories of that final yeah really really disappointing you know like we i think we'd matched them all the way and i think i was just about to start a new job the following day and as i was uh, i think it was on the monday morning i was about to start and uh, I just went in with a really down Monday morning blues from that game. And that would have been a chance to do like a back-to-back actually retain the League Cup, you know. So, yeah, yeah, very disappointing. I remember Lennon absolutely tore tore ever apart in that game and we might have hit the post in the 120 minutes, but I I, I seem to remember that we should have won that. And I remember Ben Foster, who was in goal for United in the penalties, had famously... I mean, iPads were quite trendy at the time and were just coming out and I remember people making a big thing of how he'd been watching everyone's penalties and iPads and all that. But I think it felt like where we'd come from, from when Harry first came in, it felt like anything we achieved in that season was, was a bonus and that, that just helped it, that helped it feel like a good season, I thought, getting to the finals. Sam, in the United team of then, they had Ronaldo in that team, Skulls, Welbeck, Tevers, Rio yeah. Ferdinand... And so it was a tough game. But on our bench, we had Jamie O'Hara. He must have been young at the time. Yeah. And Gareth Bale and Chris Gunter. Do you remember Chris Gunter? He was a good player, Chris was. And a lovely guy as well. And I think Dean Parrott was in the squad as well. He wasn't He wasn't a named substitute, but he was next in line. If someone dropped out, Dean Parrott was in. So I remember that. I remember oh, wow. That really. Yeah, I remember that. And can I just ask you a question about um, another substitute? The Spurs, Adele Tarabat was on the bench oh, wow. for Spurs, Sam. What, do you have any memories of him? What a player. What a yeah. player. He was special, special, special talent. Special. That boy he could have been um, up there with the you know, what, world best. What he went was, wrong, though? I haven't spoke to Adele for a while, but I'm sure you know he would look back at that time. And I think it was probably mentality back then. You know, he was still young, I think. What was Adele? I think Adele was born in 88 or 89, so he was still quite young then. And I don't think the penny dropped until, you know, I think it was only a couple of years ago. I know he's playing week in, week out now, and he's playing in the more deeper role. I think back then, as a young player, you know, he was, you know, he, he just got a big move to Tottenham. Again, probably didn't realise the standard and the, the intensity of the Premier League. Maybe it was a bit early for him, but ability-wise, I don't think I've played with anyone that's as, as talented as Adele. He was a special, special talent. He but was phenomenal. He, he dropped down to the so. championship, didn't he, with QPR? And he just absolutely tore that division apart. was just the best player in the championship by five country oh, matches. It was amazing. I think Neil, Neil Warnock was fantastic for him that season. He really got the best out of Adele. And I don't think there's been a... I, I can't ever remember there being a, a, a consistent performer throughout the championship season and pretty much single-handedly getting QPR to the Prem. He, I, don't, I can't remember a player doing that in the Championship since then or, or even before. He, he actually tore that league apart that year. And, mm. you know, Neil Warnock, credit to him, he, he really got the best out of Adele. 
Yeah. I, I remember Redknapp saying that it seemed like he needed to have a ball just for himself. He was young still then, and I don't think the penny quite dropped, but he could do some phenomenal things with the ball. He would like listen. You train with him, and you just have to make sure that you you, you stuck your legs together so he didn't put it through your legs, but he'd still find a way to put it through him. <laughs> it was almost as if he celebrated. He, uh, he loved the nutmeg more than going down the other end of scoring a goal. He he thrived off. Oh the really? Like, oh, he loved it, but he was. I can't reiterate enough. Adele Tarrap was talent-wise one of the best. When he first came to Spurs, he was earmarked as the new Zidane. Do you, do you remember that, guys? Yes, I do. It's quite sad. I mean, Spurs have got a lot of history of getting these young talents. We talked about Bostock in the last episode, and we got and we talked. You know, we're talking about Tarrap now, but also Giovanni De Santos sort of came in in that season. And he didn't really do that much in the season. Peter, what's your thoughts on De Santos? Yeah, he just flattered to receive. You know, you just thought. I like we mentioned the Roma game that we went to, and it just looked like he was like literally met like Messi, and, I, and he was just involved in all the goals. I think Bentley scored a screamer, but De Santos, yeah, this is a guy that's gonna be like a superstar, but come the end of the season, and it just seemed to kind of like not be up to the pace of the Premier League. It's a little bit like Luca actually gets kind of shoved off the ball a lot in those. Some yeah. early games. It was a very lightweight team that we went into that season with, and you know, you know, you bring a lot of players in who hadn't played in the league anyway. And we, we touched on the winter out of the winter signings, Wilson Palacios, and I thought he was just massive. I mean, he was a huge guy anyway, not not just in size, but just a massive influence and tough tackler. He was better than Zakora, who we did have in this season already. But Sam, did you did you have you based any of your kind of like tough tackling game on someone like Palacios? I learned so much from him when he did come in and. Yeah. I remember my coach at the time, Alex Singlethorpe, he said, you know, this will be the best thing for you, Sam, to observe and watch Wilson throughout the season, just watch him in training, learn from him, because at the time, I don't think there are many better in the Premier League at ball winning and breaking up play. I think Wilson was one of the best at that, for sure, and he was he was a great guy, and I did take a lot of bits from Wilson, for sure. He was top, top, top player. Yeah, whereas our summer signings that summer just they just seemed to lack the physicality you mentioned Giovanni DeSanto just lack that physicality for the Premier League I thought and just moving on to the UEFA Cup because this was the last season it was called the UEFA Cup am I right Sim? It was yeah it was it was it was a five team group and you played it you played every team yeah. once didn't you and three teams went through yeah I think I went to the home game against the Greb. We smashed those. They look very poor team. Do you remember any of those games, Peter or yeah, 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 just had, I the Europa League for me. It already lost its luster. I was really so over it by then. You know, I mean, we'd kind of done quite well under Martignol in it, but you had things like Ramos resting Levy King for Europa, Europa League games. And I just felt like it's a competition for clubs. Like Chelsea and Man U had like really huge, high quality squads and they could rotate players. And, but a squad like Spurs, where they were trying to wring the last drop of sweat from their squad, you know, we struggled in it, I thought. Yeah, I agree. But we did go through and we had Shakhtar the next. And I think, Sam, I think you, you were on the bench or in the squad for one of those games, weren't you? Was it the home or the yeah. away game? The Shakhtar the next, the home game. We actually had one of my best mates, John Abika, started that game up front for us and that was his debut I remember there was a core of us we had me Andros Ryan Mason Oscar Janssen Dean Parrott John Bostoff Adam Smith obviously John Abika started it was a crazy time and I remember doing the pre-match meal at White Hart Lane and just thinking God this is 
this is unbelievable. This is, and you walk into the dressing room and I remember walking in and there was my shirt next to, I think it was Giovanni De Santos and Gareth Bale's shirt. I was in between them two and I was thinking, what is going on here? First time I'd seen my name on the back of a shirt, it was, you know, an experience I'll never forget. Yeah, no, it was, I think we lost the game. I think it was 2-1. We drew 1-1. Was it 1-1, was it? We lost. Yeah, we lost an aggregate, but we aggregate. Yeah, we yeah, yeah, yeah. The Santos scored that night, I think. He did. Yeah, correct. Yes. Good memory. Good memory. Yeah. It must have been brilliant, and, and that that was the Thursday before the League Cup final on the Sunday, and presumably that's why he sort yeah. of got a lot of the youngsters in. His mind was sorely on the on the Cup final for sure. And what, what was he like in the dressing room in that game though? Because obviously we had a chance of you know it wasn't too much of a deficit from the first leg. <laughs> I remember I've got a story from this week. Basically, we um, obviously I, I said about my friend John getting a start and all of the youth team boys being in in the squad and that. And I remember Harry giving the team talk before the game, and he saying, "Look, we've got a chance. Just go out there, enjoy yourselves. You've got nothing to lose." Kind of those cliche things. And he got onto the unit, so he started speaking to the back four, started speaking to them to the midfield boys, started speaking to Gio and whatnot. And he got onto the front boys. Obviously, Gio played off of. John and Beaker at the time, and he went, right, so, John Utaka, this is your debut, and, uh, you know, you've got, to, you've got to go out there, you've got to just enjoy yourself, Utaka, you've got to go out there, you've got to, uh, you know, pretend you're, you're playing in front of no one, and all the boys have started laughing and sniggering, he's like, what, what's, what's going on? And Joe Jordan or Kevin Bond, I think, it's, 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 it's not John Utaka, Gaffo, so... It's John Abika. He's like, I won't, I won't repeat what he said. He's like, I still, he started, he swore and he went, I can't, uh, he went, oh, brilliant. Oh, bloody hell, I thought I was still at Portsmouth then. That's a brilliant yeah. story. Yeah, he went, sorry, John. Brilliant story. Love that. After that, obviously, we had the League Cup a final and then pretty much the end of the season, we went on a nice little run and finished eighth. So how would you sum up this season, Sim, for you in a couple of words? I would say panic averted because of the way it started. We won nine of our last 16 games, which sums up the turnaround for when Harry came in, but it could have been a lot worse. I remember as the season ended, just going to Old Trafford for the first time, that game where we lost 5-2, and um, just seeing that United team that just included Ronaldo, Rooney, Berbatov. Berbatov, who'd obviously played for us. Carrick, who played for us. Yeah. And I think just losing those two players over the two or three seasons before, is just it just made us a poorer team. And I think, I suppose this was the season where we kind of set the building blocks in place to, I mean, we propel into the Champions League the season after that. But I, just, I remember seeing Berbatov and Carrick playing for United in, in that game and... Also had Scholes, Vidic, Ferdinand, Evra, Tevez, Nani. We, we were a real class below, and it's it's just amazing that we kind of closed that gap to them quite yeah. quite reasonably quickly afterwards. But I would say panic averted, definitely. Yeah, and um, Peter, how would you sort of sum up the season in a couple of words? Well, don't want to bang on about the loss of Berbatov, but it just it felt like the age-old story of a player's ambition not being matched by the club. But I think if you're looking at like from being left with someone like Darren Bent, I felt that he was a bit unappreciated at Spurs. He didn't feel the love there that he had at Sunderland, but that's a, a side issue. I think from where we started when Harry took over, or from where the season started to like um, where we were at the bottom of the league and to where we finished, I think I'd use the two words to describe the season as rescue mission. Yes, yeah. great. I'm loving that, Peter. Rescue mission. Sam, how would you sort of, from your memory personally... 
the club? How do you sort of sum it up briefly? Like I said previously, mate, I think the first team situation wasn't, you know, mine, you know, the boys around me focus. Our focus was achieving in the youth team and earning our professional contracts, in which I did. We had a really successful season with the youth team. We went on to win various youth tournaments across the world and you know, it was a really good season for us and in, in terms of our development and I look back now and I think, you know, that was probably my most enjoyable year at the club for me, like getting the opportunity to be involved in the Shakhtar game, winning these youth tournaments, getting my first pro contract. That season was probably my most enjoyable, I suppose, to be honest. Mm. So very positive season for you. And for, yeah. and for me, I just echo what you said, Peter, you know, in hindsight, I think you can see Harry shaping his squad in that January transfer window and the second half of the season. In hindsight, he really was building for the next season. So, you know, I think it was a positive building blocks that season for me. Through the eyes of a player is different from through the eyes of a fan, I suppose, that season. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's I, I, it's all perspective. Yeah. <laughs> and do you know what, that's, it's been absolutely fantastic. I'm sure the guys have been, been really uh, fantastic to have you on, Sam, because it really has given us a different perspective and just your insight. You know, I've just... Uh, it's been actually quite thrilling for a fan to sort of have someone like you on the podcast. So yes, really mate, appreciate no your time, Sam. And no problem, good mate. luck with the rest of the season for Hampton and Richmond. Um, hopefully you. the season will finish for you guys. Keep safe, Sam. Keep training. Cheers, mate. You too. God bless you. Thank you, guys. And thank you, Peter and Sim. And see you all soon, all YE1 listeners. Keep listening. Cheers, guys. Keep safe. Cheers. Thanks, guys.